welcome to another episode of NAFAM, the podcast, starring Ya Friends, special episode. I have no idea how much of a gap there was because I don't have headphones on, so I can't hear the intro, and she's just sitting there on her phone. So You're good. Nick, why don't you, uh, or Katie, why don't you tell everybody who our special guests are today? Um, so, obviously, we have Nick and Katie, and then we have Quentin Hello. and Sam. Hey And who are Quentin and Sam? These are the homies from our friend group. Uh, I'm the one who introduced Nick and Katie to each other, I suppose. And the one who's going to be marrying us. And I am also included. Yeah. I, I think the term is officiate. I, I realized... Yeah, you're hey, the one that's doing the marrying, though. You know, the will you accept so-and-so. I uh, quickly okay. realized I'm going to be marrying this couple has led to a bit of confusion with some people. <laughs> Oh, what kind brother. of confusion? Uh, when I said, for example, at work, I'm going to be marrying a couple, people thought it was like a poly situation. Oh, okay. okay. I understand the need to clarify. That makes sense. <laughs> Nick, I'm glad you brought a um, special thing into the studio with you that you can keep banging on the table over. <laughs> we specifically said, hey, so Nick, loud. don't hold the phone, the microphone because you can't do it without fidgeting with it. You said, don't worry, I have something to hold. And so, clunk, clunk. <laughs> Here, I, I think I have a solution. You can just click this. I have Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> Prescribed. Prescribed, yes. Prescribed, Prescribed medication from a doctor. <laughs> All right, so do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, Quentin I, and I Sam? can introduce myself. I'm yeah. Quentin. Okay. <laughs> so uh, what's, your story? what's your story, Quentin? <laughs> uh, I met uh, Nick uh, through Sam at a party at Sam's house. And I ended up here. Thank you, Sam. Circa which era? <laughs> uh, I'm Sam. Uh, common joke that I just have is either dad jokes or just how life gets chaotic. That's, that's Sam is the one that introduced pretty much all of us to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I'm, Sam has been described to me as the dad of the group. Well, he literally, you earlier he was calling and you were like, who was that? And Nick was like, oh, that's Sam. And you were like, he literally sounds yeah, like you you're talking to your Sam dad. Because the dad Nick was us. being all like awkward on the phone. He was like, okay, all right, all right. But, but also, like, it, it if anyone has lot. an issue, we all just go to Sam. Like when I hurt my finger, <laughs> Sam was the one taking oh, care it's, of Oh, it's not just you, Nick. And oh, I know it's not my own mom said I have the personality of like a mid forty year old. That's it's, awesome. <laughs> I like it. The first time I met you, I felt it. <laughs> I I don't know what entirely it means, but I just roll with it, I guess. Yeah, no, you're a funny guy. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, I Jim, you were yes. supposed to ask Nick to talk about his disclaimer. Yeah, Nick and Katie have been on a number of episodes with us, uh, a few now, and Nick tends to talk about certain subjects. Um, I'm autistic. He has been officially diagnosed, and so he likes to joke about it, but he likes to joke about it mainly because he's poking fun at himself through that, so it's, it's a way to talk about it, but we just thought it was important that, you know, it was put out there, it was noted. So no, I just no, but for real, you do like to make funny jokes about it, Nick. Can you hear me? And I do think it's like if people didn't have some context around that, they could be quite literally offended. And I just want, like, I think it's okay, but also like you should probably put that out there. To be fair, you think or no? Sure. Okay. I mean, in the spirit of disclaimers, I also had it officially diagnosed. 
went through all the therapy and such and now i'm a uh, normal except uh, give off dad vibes <laughs> okay what does that mean the dad vibes being dad jokes and okay. uh the people come to me for like issues okay yeah and he knows how to do everything He's like a therapist. Yeah. Have you considered yeah. being a therapist and like a uh, counselor of sorts? Yeah, I'm mainly planning to become a teacher, but a therapist was something I considered it until oh. I realized I don't have a lot of respect for just psychology as a whole. So the two oh, can go hand in hand. That's rough. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry that you've been exposed to that side of psychology because it's actually really respectful. You Did you have that teacher that doesn't <laughs> shut about Sigmund Freud? Oh, oh I forgot about him. But no, for me, just the issue of psychology comes from that, like, nowadays, a lot of it is focused on medication, which yeah. I don't have as much respect for. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> no, I, I don't remember which teacher it was, but I just remember there's some teacher that's obsessed with Sigmund Freud. So it's interesting, Sam, that you say that because, I mean, our <coughs> mindset is, as Amory's a therapist, and obviously therapists don't prescribe medication, but very much the same. I mean, there are situations in certain cases where obviously it's appropriate, but in the U.S. especially, it seems like it's, uh, you know, the easy solution is to say... You know, there's medication. Go ahead. What you looking? No, at? I was just gonna say. I think that you can. I think with any profession, you can meet a side of people that are gonna subscribe to one area of a of a profession. But I do not think that psychology as a whole is all about the medication. But also, teacher, great, perfect. <laughs> I mean, I I will admit I just have a particular bias for it because I experienced the bad end of that yes. throughout a lot of my life. Yeah. Which, okay. Honestly, you can throw out a number one through ten of how much I should go into that. Okay, well, that's up to you. That is completely completely <laughs> up to you. I find it fascinating in the fact that you know you and Nick obviously share that. Uh, Nick, this is going to be really difficult to get through if I'm you sorry. can't sit still. <laughs> For this. context, anyone listening in, they're absolute lovebirds. I it's, do, they are. I spilled coffee okay. all over myself. <laughs> Down. Okay. That's, I see that's Katie over here milk. dying. <laughs> are, you, are you 19 or are you 8 tonight? <laughs> It's hard to tell with Nick. This is what I want to know. Nick really and Katie really wanted this to happen. What were you guys hoping to happen here? What do you want to talk about? I thought it would be kind of funny. Yeah, it would be so, fun to have with Sam. Uh, I want to know. What, what does Sam have well, to offer? Help us really out. It's fun. Okay, what I, I probably have to offer pick a random letter. I probably have some absurd story that I've lived through with it. L. L? Oh. All right. What um, story do you want to tell? <laughs> Well, L is a weird one. I'm going to have to think for a second. Uh, skip. Uh, we could go over the fact that, like, I have just lots of family members. There's the uh, branches which aren't directly connected. There's how I lost half the family through a weird situation. So which one of the three do you want to hear about? You got the letter L and you chose the word lots. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty deep, isn't it? <laughs> yep. I made lasagna last night. That's I don't have it. I mean, do you want to talk about the lasagna? No, that's the whole story. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. See, so Nick, Nick, are you? did you want to do this podcast so you could try to show off in front of your friends? Yeah. Or no. did yeah. you do this podcast because you thought it would be fun? Oh, be fun. Yeah. Nick doesn't need an opportunity to show off. Exactly. He always does, dude. He loves attention. L uh, stands for loves attention. Like, hello. L stands for lasagna. And loves That too. Have you guys oh. considered like forming a rock band? Did, no one here knows how to play anything except me. It doesn't matter. We can just go play along to Monoskin. We, we have the same dynamic. Poorly. 
I could see like well, Nick and Katie constantly practicing an instrument. Do what play. do you guys sit around and talk about? What do you guys? No, seriously. What do you guys talk about when we're not around? When other people aren't listening? I don't. The talk. four of you. I'm just there. Killdozer. Killdozer. Killdozer yeah. What is Killdozer? Killdozer oh. is a story that would be part of the disclaimer you brought up before this podcast. <laughs> also, something that's more controversial. I'm familiar with Killdozer. Okay. You are. Thank you. Yeah, Sh- I, should we explain most, the story wait, to her? Wait, wait please. <laughs> Um, Killdozer should not have been a part of that disclaimer. He, <laughs> he, I mean, he did that. He did what any own. rational man would do. Yeah. I mean, he was of perfect mind and body. He did not have any known mental illness. Okay. So. I don't recall the, the whole story, but it was somebody that owned property that I believe they were trying to take his property away from him. So he had bought this basically a tank and he. No, it was, it was a bulldozer that he Wait. welded on and made it essentially into a when tank. When was yes. this? Um, early 2000s. We need to hear yeah, Sam's take on this because really? Sam tells this us way better than anyone story. else. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's in Iowa or something. So, so, how do you know Marvin Hemeyer. So heard of this Marvin, okay. he essentially owned a small business. I forget what it is. Uh, and he was beginning to have issues with this bank that expanded in front of him. It was either, or it might have been another small business, but the bank essentially was causing a lot of issues for him. This bank literally had a building built in front of his, so people couldn't even see his store. He raised awareness about it to the city council. They didn't do anything. He kept, like, essentially going through all the proper avenues for help. Nothing proper happened. People essentially told him, you you lost. Uh, He did not respond to this in the most peaceful way, but a lot of people do agree he responded to it in a rightful way, where he took his own bulldozer and uh, modified it with a bunch of metal plates so that people couldn't mess with him when he was in it, and he tore down that building, both first and bottom and basement floor. Was it like in the, in the middle of the night? Like when did no, this, this was middle the middle of the, of the day. day. Like there was so helicopter footage and everything. Like seven oh. And he essentially went on this rampage for I believe it was around mm. seven hours until he physically got stuck because his bulldozer went a bit into the basement where he unfortunately ended his life. Wow. Well, he also sealed himself in there. Yeah. Yeah. He was sealed in there. Nobody could get him out. Yeah. It's important to essentially it was a story of, Hey, this guy got, I'm trying to figure out the best way to put he it. He got shafted. Yeah. Well, how did he get shafted? That's what I'm curious about. Uh, you just explained it. Tell me more. Tell me more about that, though. Because uh, sen- they built it in front of his building? Yeah. He, I'm not saying he didn't. I'm so customers that. had no access to his building. I think there was something about they blocked off his driveway completely, and they weren't allowed to go drive through it and everything. Yeah. There was something. Uh, he had a dispute with, the, I think, his neighbor, was it? So he had an issue with his neighbor. The government like built in front of his property so that people couldn't access the building that he had his business in and then he went to city council and they were giving him issues so you know he took a bulldozer and just rampaged through everything like any okay so it was a, 2004 wait, it was a 2004. government building you said i don't know if it's a government building it was three well, stooges work from scratch work to he, figure out this story was this no i'm curious if this is this capitalism what crushing buildings no somebody Let's building see. something better in front of yours and so sad too bad yeah 100 percent. just wondering I, i'm not sure about that one but i do know it a lot of people view it as a story of if you get pushed okay. around pushed back but i'm not sure it entirely should be taken that way nor do i know most of the story i just know the most interesting part about it nobody other than him were physically harmed in it 
Yeah, he was the only one that got hurt. The irony there. No, like I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if that was intentional. It's oh, what he do you was, mean by that? He, took, he was seemingly purely going for like destruction of the building that was in front of his. Hang on. Oh, so when you mean harmed, I thought you meant physically harmed. So he, he was ended up a, dying, and that he was a he, welder. He, the, he sort of that was his own demise because he right Hang on. I, right I wanna... would that be fair to say like he like. Oh, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he entered that tank expecting to end his own life because he essentially sealed himself in there with a gun. And the moment he couldn't move, he... Okay. Sam, I, I know you just said so, um, he was the only person to like uh, get injured from that whole thing, but I believe he had three guns mounted to his, uh, to his tank. He fired at propane tanks, and yes, he wasn't going for he wasn't going an for individual, people. but he was... Trying to blow up. So this is a so fascinating. Let me, let me give you a little story. So more the detail. governmental involvement was that it was a zoning commission, and they had pretty much said that a, I think a concrete. Okay, they rezoned could, the property across yeah, the street into a concrete factory. He had a muffler shop that he had owned, and so they approved the zoning change, which then I think impeded the ability for him to operate his business. However, the story. You can go read it. So there's, it's a there's shitty more, story. It's a shitty story. There's more details to it. That you he had offered to sell the property about. prior I'm, to the rezoning, and they had a deal, but then he kept raising the price. So there's more to it on both sides, as there's always Okay, but I'm curious about what you guys, because I said, what do you talk about? And you said you talk about that. So I'm curious <laughs> what your discussions are around this. You've, Nick and I bounce off of each other with like edgy jokes. Um, Nick goes further into detail. I kind of just scratch the surface of a lot of different stuff that I barely know about. Just... Sam is the one that plants seeds. I'm the one that uh, okay. fertilizes those seeds, I guess, so, so to speak. You could probably pick a better term. So there, it's just, is, is your, I, don't, I don't know what else. So your conversation around is just controversy and provocation, oh, not so like much. deep intellect and like. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. We go, well, like, Sam and I go deep intellect, too. But okay. then, like, say, for example, between Katie and I, I'll more of talk about like arts, games, music, that sort of thing. Okay. Uh, Quentin, I'll just talk about how life is going between the both of us. Life's he and I wild. are. For context, probably complete opposite ends of the political spectrum, but okay. we just... You are literally both left, but okay. <laughs> okay, supposedly I'm so, left. Most of my opinions don't <laughs> seem to go that way. Can I just, can I just add? And we won't when you set yourself next to Nick, anybody's left. I mean, let's be honest. No, but like, we're There's talking no on the, more right I'm, you can possibly be. I mean, we're talking yeah, on the um, political spectrum. Yeah, no, I'm apparently like... Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but like it's the bottom left panel. Um, anyone? I, know I like to describe myself as an extreme moderate, but someone like me would describe, or some Nick would describe someone like me as a unreasonable lib. So like whatever, neoliberal. I, a good way to think of my political views would I've, be a metronome. It's I've seen more of the extremism, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you're definitely more moderate. Well, that's. I think that's an important thing to note, though. Is you guys are all pretty young. And so what you've decided at this point, you've formulated your political opinions to be, a lot of times are beliefs that are either passed down to you or shared, and we live in a very one-sided community. So a lot of what you hear is going to be from one point of view. It's not a lot of perspective well, in this area. That's what you're saying. Maybe they don't agree with that. You guys might not agree with this. <laughs> but then there's but, also a lot of people that, at least are in our age group, is that they'll completely deviate from what their parents believe because of yes. whatever issues. Well, so at least say, at this age, there is a lot of 
I was going to say just my experience with Nick. And we're, we're living in a politically charged time. Yes, in my experience with Nick, I've always been more toward the middle. I consider myself more conservative, but the older I've gotten and the Until more I've kind of opened... Until he me and I set him straight. She set me straight. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you start getting asked questions about certain things, and then it's like, well, wait a second, that doesn't align with And then, I re- then he realized, oh, I actually have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> As I stated, I do. I get to talk, or are you just going to keep? Uh, I mean, we'll yes, we'll just butt you out anytime you try. Yeah. Well, my point is it, with with Nick, I'll use specifically just because he's my son. Is that you know when you start diving deep and asking real questions and you start getting into the nitty gritty, you find out that there's a lot of gray and that Complexity. things aren't black and white and things yep. are complex. Mm-hmm. You know, complex. And then I think what that's you what think I'm, might be your views aren't actually. That's what I meant by this statement. I do think that the conversations with me, you you were like. Just, this is just how it is and I'm like challenged you and yeah. then you were like oh yeah so I would say Sam Complexity. you just made the comment about a little bit like a metronome where on certain things you might be way one you know to the right and certain things you might be way to the left and therefore overall maybe on an issue by issue basis you swing both ways but at the same time there's a middle ground there so yeah and even so like on topics where it might be like the hot topic of the season I can essentially get along with everyone by stating, hey, I'm aware I don't know all the facts as well as I'm aware, regardless of what any of our opinions are, it's likely not going to matter outside of the, like, I actually can't remember it, voting box? Ballot box? Or Ballot box, yeah. Well, whatever, voting either box. one. But that's yeah, even be, that's though. why I like the topic that you guys started off with. What's that, bulldozer? Killdozer? Killdozer. Yeah. Because I do, as you told me, I'm like, wow, that's so complex. Like, I don't feel like I could, like, side with either one in that situation it feels like it's complex at least from my perspective that's why i think to say you know a lot of people when that story came out and continue to say that guy was you know a hero and he's kind of the definition of the american you know this is what you do and you stand up for your rights but then you dig in a little bit deeper and it's like well it's not that black and white you know there were some things that he agreed to that then you know went back on and so it's like all right there there's you know you can't say he's right or wrong well well, Some maybe they will, think but, that. We don't know. But yeah. whatever. I'm just saying it's, it's always it's always kind of fun to dig into the, the, the details of those things because yeah. on the surface you can look at it and you hear what the news reports or somebody else and it's like, oh, clearly this is where I fall within this, you know, and then you might totally change your mind. Yeah, maybe. Nick, I just got a great idea. Did you know Lego is releasing a giant bulldozer? <gasps> do you want to... Do you want to... And also, now you see where you these two click. Money, you want to put Ooh, some you, money into yeah. a bulldozer? I gotcha, I gotcha. Okay, let's do it. So, oh, okay. So you guys like Legos? Yep. Yes. I'm do a man li- child. Okay. Do you don't? Me too. No, it's you too. You got bond on the Legos? Okay. Tell us about that. <laughs> how did you guys, how did you guys figure this out that you both are into Legos? I mean, how did it come up naturally or was it like? Pretty much. It came up naturally. We were at, I think we were at Sam's house and you were there and we were talking about that. I brought something up about Lego where you did and the other one was like, oh, hey, I like Lego too. Wow, I think we were at story. Target, and oh. I saw an Indiana Jones Lego set, and I said, oh, Nick, you would like this. From what I remember. How I'm many so Lego sorry. sets do you have? Oh, so many. I have uh, my collection from when I was a little kid, and I have uh, one of those like big Costco tubs that's just full of Legos. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you guys, have you guys compared Lego numbers? No, we have not. Okay. Nick, we're here. <laughs> I don't have all my stuff, here, have but stuff here. I have a lot of my built stuff here right now, but... Mo- most of my big, most of my big stuff is set my Star Wars stuff. 
Oh, okay. Uh, I have a little less than forty percent of my bins. Have you seen the new Lego Venator? I just went to my cousin's house today and he showed me it. It's so cool though. <laughs> I, I want it. Want to get a second job, man? I mean, you'll pick up two jobs. The thing is huge. Fun fact dude. about Lego: they're, they're like, blind. if I remember correctly, they're now running on self-sustainable energy as well, which is kind of cool. No, they're trying to go carbon-free by. No, no, no. They they are trying to do that, but they've already passed the point of going green energy. Not carbon-free yet, but... Every Lego set I've got in the past five years has a little pamphlet telling me that they're going to switch to paper bags. And I've never... plastic over and over again. I've never yeah. seen a paper bag. But it's so funny because they always say, like, we're going to switch to using plastic bags, and it's like, all you make are plastic bricks. Like, <laughs> you can switch the plastic bag, but what about are, the rest of your product? Are they still made... Are they, is it made in the Netherlands? Are they made in the... Denmark. 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 Okay. Billund. Okay. So Nick was just telling us, actually, earlier today about the whatever ship that the he Venator. was talking about he was talking about that so it's interesting that you brought that up that must be a big deal then it they just came out okay. nick did you see that they're also making an invisible hand oh yeah it's, it's gonna be smaller oh. but so they'll the... it'll just be a bag with nothing in it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> a plastic bag did you see um, the razor crest is on Somewhere. clearance right now 30 percent off so it's 420 dollars Oh, the UCS razor? Right yeah. Oh, God. Wait. You know what? Let's put that into hours. How Here's, many hours you'd have to work <laughs> to afford that? No? I can only dream. I want to know what you guys like about Legos. Like, what? It's just nice building them. I like, I like seeing the product just come along, especially... I like building the little details, and I like... If it has, like, a play feature, I like seeing just, like, how it works. But why Lego? You could build other things. Like what? Like what? There's, there must you be something... Yes! Like, Lego has a lot there more opportunity. There must be something visually appealing about it, too. Yeah. There, there's nice. a lot of visual appeal. It's, it's, the Lego guy, it's the Lego guy head, isn't it? Well, the Nick, sets Nick, themselves are very visually PWB appealing. let that you tried no, to pretend not. that you coined as your original. I'm like, that's literally a Lego head, bro. <laughs> I will say I've seen uh, the Waffle price. Butter. Oh, I'm do you guys sorry. know about Prince Waffle Butter? Yeah, no. dude, he's so iconic. Oh, it's so I iconic. Pr- and it's- I made up this character in like Definitely. fifth grade, and I pretty much just worshipped him. It's literally <laughs> the Lego head it's guy. A yellow, um, it's a yellow sponge with a smiley sponge, face, like marshmallow shaped sponge that he drew a face on, and he a Lego face. His finger through the no, bottom I- of it. Yeah, it's basically a Lego head. <laughs> Wait, is it that what you saw in your room? Probably Where? they're everywhere. These no, foam like, heads are <laughs> everywhere. Oh, yeah. I got like, hundreds. All my siblings into it and everything. <laughs> we went to the store and we got a whole fuck ton the of those sponges. One, Nick, when, the original one was lost. Yeah. Um, oh, he's still at your work. Okay. It was at, yeah. Gone forever. Like, I, I lost that. We have to go find it. I'm like, it's literally a piece of foam. And he could never. This replicate. is an example of he my could autism. Never replicate. He could never replicate a smiley face with eyes on a piece of foam. We're talking like I used to carry this thing around religiously. There were Halloween costumes based off on this. I still have it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you have paintings in the basement? Yes, I do. Yes. I remember seeing. So, I thought that was creepy the first time I saw and it. And Christopher was a copycat. Christopher and Nathan and Katie all were yeah, copycats. Especially Christopher. Though. Christopher was the biggest one. Yes. I think he was bacon butter. Okay. Yeah. They had have spinoff names. Yep. Prince Waffle Bacon Butter or whatever. <laughs> That okay. is adorable. <laughs> anyway, it's, Jim left us. Whatever, that's okay. Is he going to get the sponge? Uh, we'll, oh, maybe we'll he miss is. Him. He's going to get the painting. I want to attend the There's just like, you'll just occasionally go find them sitting around. I'm yeah, sure if I went in one of the Lego bins downstairs right now, I could go kind just find one. Kind of like the mini babies from Brighton High School. 
kind of that. Like that. That's that going to require ooh. context, isn't it? I have a story. So essentially, okay. the high school, wherever you would go, any room, any hallway, anywhere, you would find these little like one inch tall baby figures. They would really? be like any skin ones. color, purple, green, whatever. Okay. They would be every color of the rainbow as well. Hundreds and hundreds. I'm not sure who started it. People go buy them in bulk, though, and they do even just go hand them out to other kids and be like, "Hey, go hide these somewhere." Hide the these and Sam. like, really? And they just go like, put them on like a door, like a ledge or wherever. You go find them in any fucking corner. I of once the found them at Staples, which is like halfway across town. It was literally in between. I'm the sure bricks. Like, if you were to look in like the tanks of the toilets, I'm sure there'd be a baby in like, there. Why? It's like why? I. It was funny. Was it your class yeah. specifically? No, it was our, it was our class. It was, but I know for a fact that like it's still prevalent today. My little brother finds them. Oh, really? (laughs) Well, you do. They got hidden. There's so many that got hidden. There's no way they're finding all of them. Prince waffle butter is definitely equivalent to that phenomenon. I've made a birthday cake twice of Prince waffle butter. Can we make it? The second time was a joke. (laughs) The second time was a joke. The first first time was was amazing. The first time I asked for it. (laughs) The second time was kind of poking fun at me. Sam, did I tell you about the dinosaurs? No, you did not. I I thought I told you guys. No. Okay, so I got in trouble at school, (laughs) which is funny because I'm in college and I'm not supposed to get in trouble for stupid stuff. So you did this in college then? Yeah, I I did this like a couple days ago. (laughs) Um, I have this bag of uh, Swedish fish, and I replaced all the Swedish fish with plastic dinosaurs. And I've been walking around going, "Hey, do you want like do you want one?" And they'll reach in. And like, for example, there's this guy, he must have been 50 or 60 years old, retired firefighter, sitting in front of me in my art class. I was like, check this out, right? And I go like, hey, do you, do you want like a, do you want one? And he reaches his hand and he just goes like, like, he's like so scared. And he pulls out like this little triceratops and he's like, so confused. He doesn't know like what he's No, he didn't try to eat it. He just, he didn't know what he was looking at, but... I'm walking into my English class with my bag because I was doing that all day. Like I hide them all over the school because of the fetuses, the little plastic babies. I, I hide them in the school. They're everywhere. But I was walking into my English class with my bag of dinosaurs and I had it open and I was, you know, looking in there admiring my dinosaurs. And I tripped, and all the dinosaurs just went like, whoosh, oh, like boy. spilled everywhere. And my teacher said I was a disruptive influence, which yeah. is just like so like personal. <laughs> she did not need to be that mean to me. I mean, I just wanted to. You just said you're in college. What right? made you? So. First question: Where do you go to school? Washington. Do you go to like is it Ypsilanti, Ann Arbor? So do you? What was what was your point? Wait, wait, of doing wait, wait! That? Before I you wanna, continue, oh yeah, what was the city name? The name of the city. Is it Ypsilanti or Ann Arbor? Like, which one is Where is Washington? The first one. Can you say it again? Ypsilanti? What? So, on that, if you ever want to piss off anyone from that town, just say Ypsilanti. I have not heard a longer rant about any name than saying Ypsilanti. You haven't? Have you been to Okemos? Because Okemos is a pretty pretty big one, too. But Ypsilanti is bigger. You're right. More people. So, Quentin, I'm going to show you a picture. You oh, yeah, were yeah, at yeah. Nick's graduation yeah, yeah. party. Show it. But, show it. Uh, in elementary school, for Nick's school photos. Prince Waffle familiar. Butter went no, origami. Uh, origami Yoda. Origami. Oh, it's Yoda. Wait, so, how old was he? Wait, do you remember the Nick's school picture? Do you remember the Origami Yoda books? And I do. Nick took his school picture with this little Origami Yoda on his finger. Is that in the yearbook? No. 
No. What do you no, mean? No, that was no, just like no. the pictures that no, they I'm order. Sorry. Yeah. No, was, but yeah. literally, like, we did not order that. But I think the photographer thought it was so funny because Nick flashed it. He sent it home. So we didn't even pay for it. He was like, like <laughs> "Here's a freebie because this is so funny." <laughs> so we're like. Uh, they sent us a normal picture and that picture, <laughs> yes. and we did not pay for it. Yes. I'm like, normally I would think they'd tell the kid, okay, that's great, but no, you can't have that in the picture. And he just smiling, like, he's got his thumb up with this little we're like, and that, Not only that, they're like, let's just give that as a freebie yeah. to the parent. That's funny. It made his day. So, what are you studying? I'm a fine arts major. Okay. So, I'm. Trying to get my uh, general ed credits out of the way before I transfer to an art school because I don't have money. Nice. What are you gonna do? do you, I mean, do you know what you're gonna do with that? Like, I have no idea what I'm gonna okay. do with that. What do you like? Like, like, do you, I don't even know. This Graphite is like, and charcoal literally... is what I'm working with right oh, now. Oh, okay. It's, what about your opinion on contemporary art? <laughs> what oh. do you mean? Sounds <laughs> 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 <was> like. This. <laughs> Would you like to put it in words for everyone? <laughs> I've gone to the DIA a couple of times uh, recently and every time I go into the contemporary art section I come home and I like call Sam and I'm like Sam you know where I just was like I was just looking at blank canvases in an art museum like I was just looking at the most god-awful paintings because uh, when you go into the contemporary art section you come out of uh, like all the super realistic sculptures and you know all the renaissance era uh, paintings and stuff and then you walk into this big like square room and it's just all paintings except they're just one color it's just okay like a canvas that's just colored red and i uh-huh. just you break don't down. see it well, Do, it seems like it, can it, you define contemporary art for me like is there a time period on that or it's just new, it's newer stuff it's newer yeah. okay sounds like it's having the intended effect you see a red canvas and it just makes you angry, angry <laughs> there's it, it sounds <laughs> like um modern art it yeah is, it it's is. so the the biggest one, the one that gets me the most, is just this absolutely massive maroon canvas with a white line drawn down the middle. Yeah. And I just go in there, and every time I'm like, look, it's a ping pong table. Like, <laughs> look at what they made. They just bought a ping pong table and put it in the art museum. Yeah. That gets yeah. under my skin. And Sam appreciates that for he does. some reason. I, I How just, is that What art? do your fine arts teachers say about that, though? Because I think a lot of us wonder about that. Like, wait, what? A lot of them roll their eyes and say, yeah, you'd be shocked. Like, if you can okay. pass a story, then okay. you've got good art. Uh-huh. But Sam, okay. you appreciate that or you appreciate the reaction that Quentin has to it? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I can bring down some contemporary art I've done. <laughs> Nick's, I, I'm certain, actually has meaning that I can laugh no, at. No, there's no meaning. I just made it in art class. <laughs> but we're just told to draw lines by Emery. I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of contemporary art uh, in general, but it is fun just... No offense, Quentin. You and I have a lot of the same reactions. You express them better than I do, and it's just entertaining to see you essentially say exactly what's on my mind, but better than I'm able to. So Sam, are you yeah. more? You're gonna walk into the room. You're gonna see it and go, eh, and walk out. It doesn't have a visceral effect on you. Or you, I, like, oh, I won't say anything, but it'll be like in the back of my head for like weeks. Like, wow, if I were to like divide the money for my ticket, that would be worth what a dollar. I, I, that's like what seven minutes of working in like a bad place. That that's I could make that in two, and sell it for however much. I just, I don't react to stuff a lot in the moment. I'll just 
keep oh. it in the back of my head I don't, a little bit. Wait, Nick's bringing Nick's in a, a, a photo. Tell me, you said oh, I told you to draw lines. I'm yeah, thinking. we went to MSU and you're oh, like, hey, yes. you guys got to paint on, something. You can do some abstract stuff. Yeah. Oh, I did. I said draw what you see. That's some cool. people drew the Beaumont Tower and Nick, he drew that. You know what this looks What's the Beaumont Tower? It's the tower at the, you know, the MSU's campus. It's like their clock tower. It's called Beaumont Tower. So we sat there and had the kids paint and that's what Nick painted. I totally forgot about that. This looks That's like so funny. You it could was sell it to a rich person for a tax break. He's doing good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it looks it, like a crazy person's don't you map think of it town. Look, don't you think it looks like Nick's soul a little bit though? Katie said it looks I mean, like a no, I feel like that would just be like yeah. you know a clown paint over like someone offensive. A butterfly and a bee. And now you're cobwebs on this. But, but oh, we got more. Yeah. Wow. What is this? It's is that like a piece like of garbage you pulled out of the ocean? Or? Nick is like, full of abstract like art. <laughs> you didn't even know it. I had no idea. Look at his shirt. <laughs> I don't know, there's some art project we had in class where we put some wire and we bend it and then we put pantyhose over it. And then you paint, we, paint it. And then you painted it. Le artiste. So like that thing would break from a slight breeze is what I'm hearing. It looks like an Ikea bag. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> of course I'm not wrong. Um, but it is reflect, you know, what's interesting about it a little bit though, is that I feel like it's reflective of like, okay, so look, Nick, you picked that color scheme there. I just like that color scheme. Exactly. And then over there you picked that in polka dots, like cool, <laughs> whatever. Right. My favorite color scheme is red, orange, and yellow. Cause I just like the fire colors. They're cool. Um, cause orange is my favorite, but that one I had actually already done one. That was my second iteration of that project. Iteration. The first one I did was with orange paints or my own mixtures of orange paints. So I, I think I had covered it with an orange base coat and then I just kept flicking the paintbrush in my hand, just get splats all over it. That one was a little bit more of an organized effort. I just wanted to kind of do like Oh, he's, okay. decent he's colors. so mad right now. He's like, he's like, oh, no. stop doing this to art. All of my <laughs> stuff was literally just based <laughs> off of color theory, had nothing to do with an idea. It was just, oh, this is color theory. These match well together. Okay. Balance. I don't know. That one. Do you guys? Do you guys? That know, one's kind of balancey. Do you appreciate it more now? Do you appreciate it after hearing that explanation? <laughs> oh yeah. Of, like, oh no, mine. Thought that went into mine has no colors. story behind it. There's no meaning behind sure, it. I just like how sure. it looks. Smacked it down a few times, so it made these droplets. I mean, that's. I just hard. like the pattern. Sam, what are you going to school for? Uh, I'm going for general ed right now. Just going to become a teacher eventually. Okay. So when I was in school, I was an education major for a hot semester. And depending on the grade level you wanted to teach, I went to Michigan State. I feel like I was like, well, I want to teach high school. So they were like, well, then you have to major in something. And then you get like a certificate in education or something. So they were like, I was like, I want to be a math teacher. And they were like, okay, we have to major in math. I was like, that's not happening. Like a math major? Are you serious? Never mind. Or you could major in education if you were going to be like elementary. I believe that's how it was back then. Again, this was, I was so young. Like, do you know like what it's like then out there right now with that? I know that I wouldn't be surprised if like, say, Five years down the line, when I've gone through however many classes, I just get annoyed and then move to a different country that has okay. lower standards. Okay. <laughs> do you know what grade you want to teach? Uh, like, high school. I do I to... would not have the heart to be like an elementary or a middle schooler and have to... Yeah. The story I like to share is I could not be the parent who could call a teacher with a straight face and be like... Oh, your beautiful, wonderful child, uh, Xavier, uh, he shat his pants as well as uh, okay. spread it across the halls. I I would not be able to keep a straight face for yeah. that. That's good. I mean, that's, that's why you do it over the phone. I know that. 
I no, you would be able to hear it. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I just. So what subject do you want to teach? English uh, or like history? The or... one I've been Sam aiming. Sam would be a history teacher. I would not be a good history teacher. Oh, no, you would be. <laughs> I, I am currently aiming towards either graphic design or art. But like I oh, said, okay. focusing on general studies. Okay. Graphic design is weird because apparently I actually have to work oh, boo hoo, in uh-huh. like a print shop for a while, which uh-huh. I already have a bit under my belt. Okay. I could go on way too long of rant of different paper types. Okay. Uh, the other one is just math because I just, it's the easiest subject for me. Oh, okay. So you and KDK, who has been very quiet over here, you were interested in graphic. Do you guys like, con- do you guys connect over that or no? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not how you met. You I was just going to say, I find this interesting no. that the three of you clearly are into the arts mm-hmm. in some way, and Nick is not. I mean, he's Bro, like, I literally met Sam in graphics. I, okay. I, I just pulled out <laughs> a bunch of my art pieces. I mean, Legos, you could count as art. It, it is. I agree, it's true. Especially if you're like building your own things. But for context, Katie and I are kind of on the opposite ends of graphic design. She's more of the artistic part of it. I'm more of the, I'm the guy at the printer. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, you're more of like the. I'm going to teach you how to use this software. I'm yeah. going to show you the technical oh, side of uh, this. For context, I volunteered throughout high school to actually help teach kids in a program mm-hmm. early on for graphic design. That's how I learned I wanted to be a teacher. Oh. I was both the most favorite and least favorite you know, volunteer okay. teacher. <laughs> because whenever the kids would ask me for a problem, I made sure they learned. Okay. By fixing their problem in front of them, explaining it step by step what was going on, uh-huh. and then I'd break it all again for them. Oh, that's And fun. like loom over their shoulder, like just waiting for when their question would pop up so I could do it again. Okay. So I can see how yeah. you guys all connect as friends now. I'm then. more this like designing. Sense. You're more like <laughs> producing or like printing. Yeah. So maybe okay. instead of a uh, rock band, maybe you guys need to form... Like in a printing company, art yeah, collab <laughs> type thing. You, you know? see, like you and Nick are techie, you two are artsy. They all kind of weave together. Mm. I'd rather be a band. <laughs> Me personally, I like okay. playing instruments, <laughs> but no one else really does. So whatever. I need new friends. I mean, even what I'm doing now, you could kind of. <laughs> there's technicality to it, but there is also an art to it. Exactly. Like we do try to make it look nice and make it look pretty. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, Nick, you've seen what I've made in class. Most of it was made as like jokes. Say, for example, for COVID, I tried making a same shit, different plague with like a plague doctor holding an old mask. Black Friday. uh, What? What? Oh, for Black Friday, I did like World War Z, but it was aiming for instead of the helicopter, it was like TVs, switches, that sort of thing. Uh, It was um, the supply chain's weakest link. What was supply chain? That was the Black Friday. Right, Supply Chain's Weakest Link was Black Friday because everything would be sold out for like weeks after. I Yeah, just oh, obscure jokes that I would just connect with barely any connection. We made some themselves. good stickers together. You weren't in the graphic arts class? I had a class, a graphic design class. Wait, oh, how did you I, two I kept retaking it. Uh, Sam and I met in graphic design. I mean, we actually, we knew each other. You don't remember, but we knew each other in, in middle school. Ooh, I, we don't count middle school for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Sam doesn't exist in middle school. That's that was right. a different person. That is actually not an exaggeration, but continue, Quentin. Yeah, we got. I got in trouble with Sam in middle school because we were playing dodgeball, and I just knocked Sam to the ground with a dodgeball, <laughs> and we ended up in the principal's office. Really? Yeah. And then, you know, I was like fifth grade and I was like, well, I'm never talking to you again because you got me in trouble with the principal. And then we met in high school. Really? I remember I think I first met Quentin in fifth grade camp. 
Oh. And then your fr- I was doing too. archery, and your friend was like asking me out, and I was like, "What?" Who was my friend? I'll I'll go reprimand him now. He had like curly hair. Joey was it Joey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Joey. don't say his name, name dropping. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> There's only Joey's in our grade. Does it even matter? Multiple Joey's. J Dog. What elementary school did you guys go to? Hawkins. You guys went to Hawkins. Oh, I went to you Horning, Hawkins, but middle to... school was or fifth grade was a different thing. That was yeah. intermediate school. That was yeah. Mobby. So yeah, yeah. Mobby. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Katie, you went to. Katie went to Lakeland for two years, then you went somewhere else. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Okay. I went to Lakeland. Then I went to Country Elementary. Then I went to Horning. Yeah. Okay. okay. Country Elementary was so weird. Fifth I don't grade camp. Much about I chaperone it. fifth grade camp. No way. Yeah. yeah. Jim, did you meet any of? Them? I made I made some snarky comment to some one of the camp counselors, making like talking, explaining to us how to canoe. I was like, I have no idea what he said, but he was like, you. Okay, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, like, I think he thought it was funny, like, people like my sense of humor, but it's also, like, they feel like I'm, like, smarter than hey, them Katie. sometimes or something. Oh, my God. I had this dream last night. Oh, it's no. Not, like, it's not overly offensive. thing about dream analysis, win-win, that was funny. Oh, you're a therapist. But also, here's the thing you can say about dream analysis, is that, like, there's this idea that potentially... Katie saying that in your dream is actually a part of you that wants to say that in the dream. That's there. That's you. Oh, no. no, I'm telling you <laughs> that that is that's the unconscious at play well, maybe, in your dream, though. Your unconscious just, is actually a part of your unconscious wait. is like wanting that. I suppose I have a question. So you're familiar with all the dream analysis stuff. Somewhat. She's very familiar with it. Somewhat. Oh. Okay. I <laughs> I've asked around about, about this and nobody else experiences this. Have you ever heard of anyone having like lucid nightmares consistently? I don't. Sam, do you? Okay. You want to talk about it? You want to talk about your lucid nightmares? How do you define lucid? Uh, Lucid nightmares, like I'm aware it's a nightmare. Not necessarily that like I have control, but like I'm aware that like I do. This is all going on in my head. So you're aware that you're dreaming while you're dreaming. That's not. Yeah, I'd say majority of the time I am aware that I'm dreaming. Nick, yeah, you did say that. It happens to me a lot of the time, and it happens to one of my kids too. He claims that he knows he's dreaming a lot. I don't. I'm not an expert on that, but I, I'm very curious about that. But also, I think it's like they say it's a pretty cool gift. So maybe just like. Nah. <laughs> it's not bad, actually. Like once if, you realize. You might have powers you're unaware of. Well, <laughs> that does happen. No, that doesn't work out. <laughs> when I'm in a dream, my mindset is more just none of this actually matters. So whatever. Interesting. When okay. I'm in a dream, I'm just panicking like, oh, shoot, something's coming. <laughs> Because, okay. like, the moment I understand it's a dream, then I get, oh, shoot, I can't rely on things always making sense. And then two seconds later, like, a zombie's walking in or something silly like that. Have you ever had a dream that, like, you wake up and you're like, oh, my God, that would make, like, the best movie. If you could turn that dream into a movie. And then yes. five minutes later, you I mean, totally remember happening. Maybe, like, a dream for... Couldn't even... I've had that dream. I mean... I had a dream a couple that times. I was in New York City and it filled with corn. Okay. So, so Ohio? Like Idaho? Yeah. No, it's like, like a short movie. No, like uh, I was in New York City and it just started raining corn, but then there's so much corn, the corn just started going. Because the there's so many buildings, like people. you could swim up in the corn. Do you guys record your dreams? I what started. Does that mean? I, I did sometimes. I actually see a psychoanalyst who like specializes in like this Jungian psychology and analysis of the psyche and dream work. So I'm not an expert, but I'm interested in it. And she, anyways, she's there's this whole thing that you can like if you start recording your dreams. It's so fascinating. It's like such a window into your own like psyche. 
and there's a process to it. So, but it's cool. Like if you wake up in the morning and you, you have to do it like right away. Cause apparently like even when you roll over, you like lose it, you lose part of it. So the goal is to try to like write it down as soon as possible. And obviously that's so hard to do. I do not do this right like every day, but I've done it a number of times now. And it's amazing. Cause I'll go back and look, I'm like, I do not remember that dream at all. I can't believe I had that. Like you're, but when you write it down, my point is, is that you can analyze it. And like, there's a whole like prompt that you can go through where like you write down the setting, the people, the objects, your associations with them. And as you're writing it down, like all these epiphanies come into awareness. You're like, oh, wow. So out of curiosity, how much do you (laughs) notice you forget about your dreams? All the time. I mean, I tell Jim all the time. I'm like, I remember. I know I woke up in the middle of the night and remembered it. And then like, I would say, oh, I got to remember this. And like 20 minutes later, it's totally gone. Or like, even like I said, I've written down my dreams. I go back and look at them a week later. I'm like, I have no recollection that I even had that dream. But I know I did because I wrote it down and I have... I had a whole journal entry about it. Do you know what I mean? And then there's some where I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that I had that dream. And then there's some where I'm, I've never forgotten. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I want to relate to the latter where it's I can easily list off the dreams I've had within like the last week. Wow. Okay. But like it's that's impressive. Weird. That's cool. Maybe it's actually really cool. I think. Yeah, I'll have it where I'll have a dream. I'll go to work. I'll be driving, and I'm like, oh, I have to call her and tell her about my dreams. And by the time I'm like getting ready to call her. Go I'm on. like, it's not even, it, it's not even worth sharing what I remember about it because I don't remember enough to actually yep. have it make any sense. Oh, I thought you were saying you were like having dreams where you're just going through your daily routine. I, those are I the ones that. I'm not lucid for. And I, I hate them because I'll wake up and I'll be like, I just did all this. That's so interesting. Nick said that. And I've never <laughs> heard that work before. It's, I've it's never. Just, yes. Gone. That's, he said that. I've had, had, really I've had dream. a number of dreams about work. For what I do, where I'll wake up and I'm like, I gotta remember to like keep that idea in my head because that actually is relevant to what no, I'm doing. You should on. be, like, you should that. pay attention to who's near your house at that time because you could be just an in inception. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. maybe. Nick's planning ideas in people's heads. We're all in the matrix. <laughs> the dreams are gonna be all. Have you watched that movie right, yet? Let's hope it's the first iteration of the matrix, not the latter ones. Sam, have you watched that movie yet? Inception? Yeah. I believe I've seen it. You guys had mentioned it, but I think I've seen it. I have a confession. Quentin's got it. you you would like it. It's got Leo DiCaprio. Oh, it does. Okay. I have a confession. I've never seen The Matrix, and I believe in it. The Matrix is a bit weird to get into. I saw the first one. Fair warning. Never saw it. Okay. And Quentin. I feel like I need to watch The Matrix. I think you guys would both like The Matrix. At least I know Sam would, but I think you would too. Does anybody not like The Matrix? I don't I mean the first one okay, I don't think I, so. I'm no. gonna get hit for this. I got bored after like right at the start of the oh, second one did. and throughout the rest of the series. I think okay, I started but, the first five minutes and I never could start it. Like, so, I bored. think like the after like once you get to the sequels, yeah, people don't like that. But the first one is that's, the first that's one was like it, it, I found it interesting, but part of the issue is going through old movies. I don't know if this is true for everyone, but like I'll watch it and I'll be like I've seen this exact scenario in so many other films that have like parodied it. I've yeah. almost okay. seen the movie through other sources of media, just okay. referencing it. That's how it was like when I watched The Shining. It was like, okay, all these scares, like I've seen a million times yeah. already just because like it's so famous. So what about like Clueless? Scary. Did you feel that way when you saw Clueless? Clueless? I love Clueless. <laughs> nah, dude. Clueless, I was like, oh, like, as if? Like, are you serious? I've heard that so a what's, million times. What's Clueless about? I love about? Clueless, dude. What? You haven't seen I haven't what heard of it. What the Clueless? Uh, it's literally so good. It's like one of my favorite movies ever. Wait, but what is it? All right, I'll, I'll put it on the list, but okay, w- what is it? So, girly pop and girly pop, right? <laughs> girly pops. 
They are in high school. They are popular and rich. They were like, oh, hey, there's this new girl. Let's make her popular. And then this new girl becomes like, it's almost like Mean Girls, but they're not mean. And yeah, it's more girls. on the side of like um, the popular girls, like the original popular girl, you know? And then like at the end of the movie, she like... Don't spoil it, because it's on Sam's list now. Uh, yeah. Paul Rudd is in the movie. No, That's I, 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 I love Paul Rudd. He's literally so cute in that movie. I can't get over him. He's it. the older stepbrother. I just, I just have to go back to something Sam said about when he referenced The Matrix. And when we go back to all of those old movies. I know. It's like. No. I, I, it's true, though. Um, it is true. You go back and you watch them like, when okay, well, I've seen out, a lot of these. It was these. so state-of-the-art. It was like. The but effects of that movie Sam's an have old to see it. soul. That's why he's seen it already in his mind. Well, no, it's just oh, like I've, I've seen too much media, man. <laughs> yeah, they get things get referenced all the time, and you're like, okay, well, I already know pretty much the basic whole plot of this movie. So wait, related to that, didn't like Shrek come out in like 2001 or so? Yes, 2001. Yeah. So realize you're talking to someone who's younger than Shrek. Yeah. How, do, how does that make you feel? Old. Old. <laughs> Don't worry, you could. <laughs> We're, we're we're post 9-11 i can't believe we lost cha-cha slide and the smash mouth guy in the same month Wait, we lost cha-cha slide what cha-cha slide did he slide ever no make more. like any other successful song that's what i want not that i know if no, we're nicknaming so. him cha-cha slide it doesn't matter what else <laughs> that's probably no all-star that was he, they made a bunch of good stuff you're talking about Smash Mouth? If I remember, yeah. Smash Mouth actually Smash Mouth, hated yeah. how they were involved with Shrek because they just felt purely defined by Shrek. They hated it. I forgot that, that you loved that song because of Shrek. Nick was you so obsessed with that song. Okay, with it's probably All because Star. we played it in band. Oh, okay. Yes. I was the reason we stopped playing it. Because oh, I would surprised. not stop playing that song. <laughs> I just kept playing it. It got to the point where the teacher was like, Nick, you cannot play All Star. You need to shut up. <laughs> Okay, like, so I this had, is like most of it memorized. So as far as the whole entire music requirement before uh, middle school goes, I was one of the kids who picked choir. I didn't actually sing. I would just move my mouth as you needed. Did. Just I could not sing for the life of me as Katie much as I tried. But really? it, I somehow was considered one of the best students as far as grades go. I would answer all the questions on the tests, but we actual singing came around. I would just be like. Just moving my really? mouth silently. Okay. I should have picked choir. Did you do choir or band? Band. band. I played trombone. 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 That's right. Did you only play middle school or high school, school too? I played in high schools. Or did I play in high school? You don't know. I don't, I don't remember I you I playing. I didn't play Sam school. over here. Coven makes high school so hard to remember yes. half the time. All of high school like, is what? such a weird fever it's, dream. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet. did not do... No, because I did... Band with McQuitch. And you get you didn't have to do one or the other in high school then? Like No. Okay. Once you got to Scranton, you didn't have to do more. Really? Katie, you were in choir in middle school? No. No, I wish no, I was. No, we already though. talked about this. She I just said like this. We literally that talked about this again. last podcast episode, but Jim wasn't listening. Was and he wasn't listening yet again because she just said something about Jim it. I guess you could say it wasn't music Jim, to his ears. Jim doesn't Sam's listen to, to Katie ever. <laughs> I thought I was Stop being nice to him, Katie. Jim, Jim, is, Jim is sorry, Katie. They're Again? both. They're both. They're both Gemini's. Gemini's. Gemini. Gemini brothers. They feel like they have to have a bond, but do I look they like don't. a brother to you? Sir? The bond is between the women. Yeah, the womanly bond. God, you're, he's just so neglectful. No, Gemini of you, is supposed to be like a masculine sign, isn't it? Like um, more masculine. I don't know. I actually don't know about that. 
No, because I know like there's like more feminine signs. Like Virgo is very feminine, but then there's like Gemini's more masculine. Can we all agree those are made up? Are we so yeah, absolutely not? She will not agree. Oh Every single guy in the room is just <laughs> looking at each other, like oh, not knowing how to proceed. No, I definitely <laughs> don't pay much attention to zodiac signs, but I know no. Gemini's more masculine. No, no, no. I used to think it was woo woo too, but it's actually not. But that's okay. You know, I don't need to preach it either. I just know it. Like, I'm an asparagus. <laughs> she she will drama. pull up a thirty-page astrological chart for you please don't she printed no. me mine i read the whole thing i don't remember anything i read i didn't I read, read it it <laughs> doesn't matter and I then did. she gave me That's next two I and i read know. like half i have the cheats on life i found i <laughs> the way i stopped believing in all of that was uh when people would ask me my sign i would just tell them the wrong one and then they would just immediately go oh that's so I you a hundred percent for sure like, that's de- that definitely mm, plays yeah. stop Man. It's like religion, though. Like to me, it's like any religion. You can have an idiot that screws it up that makes you be like, "You're a fool," and then you also can meet like this deeply, profoundly wise spiritual person. And it's like, oh, like actually, maybe you're onto something. So, but also, no, it's not, there's actually a whole science to it. But it's fine. I don't need to preach it to you guys. It's actually real. <laughs> I you do, you do what I do. You it's scratch not, the surface enough not, to get people yeah, interested. Because it's not mainstream. Like main. The, this, I hate the word mainstream. Oh my god, I sound like conspiracy theorist. But the mainstream astrology is like total crack pipe bullshit. But if you actually look into astrology, you're like, holy shit. That's I have I to say, like. out of anyone I've heard anything about astrology about, so far you're the only person I think I could I like, She's the only person that's not a full, full job with it. <laughs> well, I am, but I also am not. But you don't sound like a nut job. <laughs> yeah, you you, well, you actually you sound like there's well. some reason behind it. I've converted, Jim. It's fine. <laughs> okay, now you make it sound like a cult. <laughs> I'm in the club, man. You no, should join. But, okay, great. but for real. The, the crazy eyes. Get, yeah, the crazy eyes. Get back on topic. The point was, was that Kate, I was just trying to point to Katie how awful Jim actually is. That was my point. Because I was like, oh, you think that you guys have this bond because you're both Gemini's. No, actually, he's a not. jerk that neglects you all the time. I'm actually kidding. I have a terrible, terrible memory on a lot of things. Dude, she just said that like 30 seconds before. <laughs> This was not like a yesterday thing that this was brought up. This was a... And it's recorded. Was, I feel like and she it was, was recorded. I don't have headphones on, and I feel like she was talking to you, and I was talking to these Jim, two. I can't hear your conversation. It doesn't matter. It doesn't in the matter. Microphone. Guess what? I don't have headphones either. <laughs> What's she, your excuse? I feel like she was well, whispering right in your you. ear. I think that's what was happening. No, she was that's, talking that's to That's Katie in mic. general. You, you have to pay attention okay. to her, otherwise you, wait, she will survive. Wasn't it her last podcast episode where you were like, oh, I like how people say I'm a good singer, and you've said that, and I'm like, you are. Did you ever take choir? And you're like, no. Yes, I was brought <laughs> I was up. too yeah. embarrassed. It was a whole okay. fucking yeah, conversation. So we did. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the first <laughs> swear. The first swear. She literally sweared like five times already. I mean. Actually, okay, so maybe I have as bad as memory you know, as Jim. I think, yes. We're really <laughs> offended by my F word. Is that what you're no. saying? No, no, no. I, <laughs> if that were to ruin my day, I would not be a very happy guy. <laughs> you probably would not be in this friend group. Okay. No. Okay. So out of curiosity, what's like the weirdest bits of languages you guys have had to avoid around other people? You know, I feel like we're not keeping a PG Sam. Wait, that's, it's PG thirteen. That's that's an interesting question. I actually like that question because it feels like that 
is widening to a degree where it's like, I don't even know what to say. What I find, which is kind of interesting is, you know, discussion about politics, which is such a stupid thing to have issue with, is to have to not talk about certain things in front of certain people or feel like it's, that's the thing that's awkward is your political beliefs or because it's become so polarized in that way. So the other stuff, like absolutely, like completely understandable. The fact that we can't talk about politics with certain groups of people because of the, you know, that's offensive. Um, that's stupid. I have something, not some, well, I have something that I, not like I wasn't allowed to say it, but like there were, okay, so when I was in an online relationship, that whole time, literally all I did was just sing the entire time. I would just sing to myself anytime I was in a voice call with that man, because that was the only way I could get through the, yeah, that was like the only way I could get through like anything was just singing to myself 24-7. And my favorite song is 505 by Arctic Monkeys, right? Oh. And he was like, I don't like how you sing that song. It's- this is a song I proposed to her with. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like four out of the six people here were just casually doing it. Like the, I don't know, the principal pose or the disappointed teacher pose Default where it's just... Position. No, yeah, like, that. I don't know. It was just really <laughs> annoying because like... <laughs> I don't know. Basically, for like a year straight of my life, I nonstop saying to myself. Oh, How yeah. much has Katie gone on about that uh, dumpster fire of? Not, not much. much. Jinx. How much do you want to share about that? Because that you you should share that story more because Katie. But it's I, like not that interesting. I don't know oh, what Katie, it's interesting. A lighter way to say it would be Katie had a more problematic relationship than a lot of people were aware of, and I think Katie should just share it because it's kind of eye-opening how unaware you can be of that sort of thing Mm. especially probably being and i don't know anything about it but just being an online relationship that maybe you would look at from the outside and be like it's an online relationship what i mean well, that's how a lot COVID of people did things to people. That's how a lot of people are about it. Like, yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, well, I guess you could say that. Like, people just say that all the time to me, and it makes me feel like an idiot, and then it makes me feel sad. No, no, <laughs> no. But no. I was like, same okay. thing. The opposite, I think, is no. like how easy it is to exactly. dismiss all of it, dismiss it, and be in it, and not even know yes. that yeah. that's what you're going through. Or even I, I was aware of it before a lot of other people. Not only did not a lot of people take. Katie's relationship seriously a lot of people didn't even pay any attention to it because she just mm. mentioned how it was online yeah it was that's a really good point Sam like I'm sure this will be a shocker to any listeners but I am not always the most aware person in the room okay, uh, okay. <laughs> but I I'm almost disappointed that I was the first person who like became aware of the issues you had I I'm sorry, Katie. I wish there oh, people was... don't really pay attention. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not that I didn't know he was a bad person. It's more just like I didn't know what to do about it. Right. It, it's not the worst case scenario, but yikes. That's think, essentially what you're saying, I right? I think you bring up a really good point, though, because like you just said, people were maybe more early to dismiss it because they're like, oh, it's online. But like, well, yeah, no, but it's also I've been in, I wasn't like, I don't know what the details were, but just basically what you, some of the things you guys are saying. Mm-hmm. I was also in a healthy high school relationship for a very long time, but I'm just, it just dawned on me. I'm like, oh yeah, I think I probably would have also been like, oh, it's online. It's not, mm-hmm. but like, that's not the reality you guys live in. Like it's maybe even more intense online. Yeah. For uh, Katie. Well, COVID did a lot to people. Oh, yeah. Which got them down the point where they are. Yeah, I mean, that was like also part of why it was so bad. So, not good. Yeah. Well, Katie was lucky to have you, sounds like. I mean, I'm sure other people could have been less annoying about it. But I I handled it the way I thought was best. 
Okay. By introducing her to Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not sure that was oh, the best oh, one. Wait, oh, hey, uh, hey. I don't know. Seems like well, he. I mean, that's this is best. Let, I can, this is the best there. I got right now. I, I yeah. wasn't sure about. Well, the thing about that is though is that like like I moved on quickly from him, even though it had been such a long relationship. Partly just because, I wouldn't like, say you moved on. No, shush. It was partly because like I had already tried breaking up with him multiple times. I was like mentally not even there anymore. By the end of it, I was like just somewhere else. Like at the end of the relationship, you know, like my mind was not in it. Mm-hmm. So it was like I was done. Like I had been done, you know, for months by that point. And it was like this doesn't say like yet. to me. I'd say that I mentally was like out of the relationship because I tried breaking up with him on my birthday and it didn't really work out properly but like that was when I was finally like I'm not in this it's very hard to get out of relationships like that so it sounds like very hard. it was yeah you felt obligated or so or guilty or I something guess. that you continued yeah I mean I don't know it was... uh Katie part of the bit that I forget I think you might be forgetting about it was you were part of an online friend group that's what that part was of the a issue lot of it too was that I did like my online friends a lot and like Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, w- it was essentially um, a circle, right? I mean, yeah. You guys do a lot of that, your generation. Do you guys have online friend group? Did you ever... I feel like you did, Nick. Obviously. I did. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> one of our closest friends has like a few online friends. Okay. Uh, I No, I'm more old. I mean, I Sorry. will constantly <laughs> invite these people online mm-hmm. to play, but I can't say I've met a single person online that I've had more than one conversation with. Oh my gosh, one of my best friends was an online friend, and I still talk to him sometimes. I'm going to call him by his nickname, because it's not his real name. Okay. But I call him Gary. I I will always call him Gary. Um, Yeah, he was like the best person I've ever met. He's honestly amazing. Okay. (laughs) He's just like one of my best friends ever. Like, I don't think that's ever going to (laughs) change. Sorry, Sam. You're also one of my best friends. You're like... No, no, no. Nick's signing something and I I don't know what he's saying. How do you guys trust these people online? Like, that's what I want to know. You don't know these people. You you meet them and you're kind of just your friends. Well, you talk to them like you would talk to them. It's like playground rules. You you like go out, you meet a group of friends, they introduce you, you play like every day for years like katie if i remember correctly you started like playing league of legends with these people when you were around 12 or so right but then also with these groups like you just follow the set of rules like you don't go meet them you don't send them anything that's gonna be risky yeah like it's it's, so much as long as you follow those rules you're gonna uh, ever since like all of us were kids by the way we were constantly given guidelines in school about like how to approach online space okay and even when the i know but like i mean if you met nick i mean nick did not follow the guidelines to get sucked into certain (laughs) things so i can only imagine when you're young and like this is Wait, I have yeah. to ask, what do you, you seem very wary of meeting like online friends and whatnot. What I, do you you so, literally met dad online. What are you so afraid <laughs> no, of? Not or what do you, like, not to accuse I, you, but like, what are you no, no, wary no, of? Because I feel like we have four kids that live in this house. Yeah. Of the four. One has gotten himself into some sticky territory at times. And I'm like, Me too. Why? <laughs> like, why? Why can't you just follow the rules? Why? 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 What why, kind of sticky why? territory are we talking? Okay, you've been banned from platforms at times. Me too. Wait, um, what platform did I get banned from? What did he get banned oh, from? Oh, I got Microsoft. muted on Xbox. He's harassed no, he got, he online. From, he from Microsoft, basically. <laughs> had yeah. a KD similar situation with a girl. Best <laughs> way to compare, as far as the whole online situation goes, best way I think I could compare it for anyone would be 
comparing it to playground. There are certain yeah. rules for how you're supposed to approach it. Yeah. Yeah, you gain yeah. friends by simply staying in like yeah. the same circle of playing games. Sure. You might one day meet them outside the playground, but it's not yeah. likely. It's so how have you yeah, have so you how, point. I Yeah, I wanna know about him. Point. I wanna know about him. I actually wanna know. He said he said I wanna know about it, so I wanna know all about right. his experience. So <laughs> first of all, I feel like you know, you go into this and you're saying like, well, Nick's got in trouble with people online. Like, okay, being, hang on, Nick, whatever. Okay. Pe- being people... muted on Xbox for one day is not that atrocious. Like, I'm not, I'm with Nick on this one of all get, things. Yeah. I don't want to get into talking whatever, about whatever, whatever details. I don't want to know whatever details got you banned on Xbox. I'm, so we say like, well, you know, he gets in trouble. He says, like, maybe he said something offensive or whatever. But guess what he's going to do in real life? He's going to say offensive shit. I and totally, he's going to run into the wrong people. I totally people, agree with that. Like, I totally so, agree with that. And he's done that in real life, as evidenced by you two sitting yes. in this room. I'm kidding. That's um, a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I was ruined by At least night. Sam. That's, that's, why, we, that's why we're friends. Kidding. I think the, the big fear of like online strangers is like well you don't know you don't know who this person is you don't know like mm-hmm. it could be some like 50 year old man in his basement like mm-hmm. talking to mm-hmm. you know talking to you and it's like well i'm not sending him anything illicit i'm not i'm not sending him anything private or any like personal data that he can use against me so if he's still talking to me and we're just having friendly conversation back and forth like yeah he's not going to waste his time just being like oh well how was your day like that's true exactly. i think one thing that scared me is that my daughter one time she's the youngest she was on snapchat and for some reason like i monitor it pretty closely but like a middle-aged man friend requested her and all of a sudden i logged into her account and i'm man? like who is this guy? Like, why is this guy following you? And I think he might have sent her a message. And I was so upset with her because I'm like, I, we've talked about this. You don't approve anybody you don't know. That's... And I just know this. What can happen to the psychology of a predator? They are so they're such masterminds. They can seep in so slowly that it just it overtakes you, and you don't even realize mm-hmm. it to a point where is he somehow convincing her that she's got to like be somewhere at a certain spot and meet her, like. I, I, I totally agree with you, but I've also, I'm like, oh shit, it can happen. That can so happen too. You this is I mean? a weird recommendation of mine. I've seen it rarely, but the cases I have seen it in, it's been like, I've been blown away. Some parents I've met online where they chaperone their kids as they're playing online. There was this one instance where I was playing a PVP game and I like heard a kid on chat and I was like instantly saying like, hey guys, like hop off chat because... It's like general rules. You don't stay on chat in case you might say something you shouldn't. Like I, on occasion, have slipped up and said a swear word or two when a kid's been around. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So like, if I hear a kid, I'll hop off chat because like I I don't want to be the. You reach you for a different. I got in a verbal argument with a grown ass man. I started swearing at him at the way he was talking to my kid. Like I was like, "You're a fucking loser." I said that to him over and over again. But this was not them like standing over their shoulder. The PlayStation used to be in the room next to the kitchen, so yes. they'd be in the kitchen making dinner. Yeah, and no. The PlayStation had no headphones. So, so what I'm talking yes. about is like I met this one parent, and like they played with their kid on a separate account, just teaming with them, and essentially it it, it would 
going back to the playground example, it would be like a parent going to the playground as opposed to just yeah. sending their kid to the playground. Right. Okay. I think that to Quentin's point there is like you said, well, if you're not doing this and you're not doing this as parents, we don't know that you're not doing this or somebody can't convince you to do this thing. And then, But he's right. Real. If you're going to be rebellious online, yeah. you're going to be rebellious in real, real life. It is what it is. Yeah. The, the other thing is if it's... If I'm going and I'm actively looking for friends, it's totally different than if some stranger messages me when I'm not actively trying to reach out to other people. Um, yeah, if it's, yeah. So, if it's a kid and yeah. she's getting messages from strangers, totally yeah. different. Like, yeah. for me, on like, what I've, like, I will go on, like, say, on, on Reddit and I'm trying to figure out an issue I'm having with whatever it is and you know somebody's got a solution they'll direct message me and they'll be like hey you know you should join this group on discord you know they can help you and then you talk to the people there and they're like oh well thank you and you know you end up friends with them it's totally different than if you're you know on snapchat and you see like oh Mm -hmm. hot moms in my area added me I know, yeah. and if you're, you, you know, accept. That's if a you're, if you're a parent and you're I don't know, protecting your kid, here. if you're protect, if you're protecting your kid and you're, you're a parent, that's totally different. But I'm also 19. I so totally agree. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's yeah. it's totally different thing yeah. for me where it's like, I. I know if somebody's so, going to do something I don't want them yeah. to do. Yeah. Back to my earlier point, it's if I I feel like if a parent is genuinely concerned, it should be they're kind of doing. Nick. Anyways, they should essentially be like parallel with their kid playing with them and not just like looming over their shoulder. I think the best way to approach it would be just in the comparison I made, joining them to the playground. Mm, okay. I think we should get Nick a coaster. Yeah. I just bumped it, that's all. Or yeah, a fidget toy. Nick, when he played before, he had online friends. He had somebody in Georgia that he was... No, it was Tennessee. Tennessee. I could tell you his, where he lived, but... Okay, anyways. anyways, no. No, but I'm But with most of my online friends, though, it was, like, we'd meet through some random lobby. We'd click, and we'd be talking. Yeah. Or we'd play a couple times, and we'll then... Yeah, that's how we go. But as parents, we were okay with that. You know, in Fortnite. And oh, yeah, we'd go. loot, and we're going to pay one. you, and this and that, and then, you know, you know, put the kid in a hole in the game, and then... The <laughs> we'd steal their guns, we'd kick them out! So it's like, you do realize so like, fun. there's somebody in the other end of that that is bearing the brunt of this, and this is somebody who is... But this was a regular thing that you would accept going into these trades. Like, but, you'd but, post... But you would post... Hey, I'm looking to trade, and, and you're doing people the would join you. PVE, the one that yes. like fell through. Where I know exactly what you're talking. It was about. so fun. I spent days on end scamming kids. But you, as a teenager, doing this, and some other kid that might be. I'm still really rich on that game. And I get it. Well, the parents are letting them play and everything else, but at the same time, you're having fun with it. You know, it, it all comes down to parenting. Yeah, it does. Jim, it all comes down to your failed yes. parenting. <laughs> Yes, I remember Nathan, Nathan and Chris. Nathan many, and Chris were used to talk many, about scamming kids on Madden. How many weeks Matt, a month did that... your Xbox sit in our closet for? Uh... It did for a while. Nick, I'm. I have to say, out of this whole thing, it's just <laughs> jarring because Nick didn't do this on something like majorly popular. No, he did it on something that was so unpopular that its mini game overtook the entire game. Oh yeah, like. Fortnite. Fortnite. It, start, it started off as like a zombie fighting game. That's where Nick would scam the like four year old out of his <laughs> golden so five star weapon. I met friends through doing that though. <laughs> and like, then awful. like as a joke, the developers <laughs> made a like player versus player as opposed to like player versus environment. And then boom, that took over. Nick essentially went for like the smallest corner of 
any game it's I had seen. It's funny you say yes. that because now that you say that, I feel like that's what the boys would complain about. The other two boys would get so mad. They're like, why is he focused on that? It's so stupid. Well, I, I don't know what they're hey, talking I about. I also did like save the world, though, because you could earn V-Bucks, which would be used to buy skins <laughs> he's in a, the he regular Battle got, Royale Yeah, game. the golden See? stars that he could go to the bookstore. That you could would... get the currency that otherwise you have to pay for, but you could get it for free through that game mode. Nick, guys like you are the reason parents are so afraid of their kids. I know. Thank you, Quinn. Like, exactly. I, <laughs> Nick, has Nick has claimed so many times that we were harder on him than the other boys. And the other boys, I was over f- and over again, you let him get away with murder. Like, I was two very menace. different versions. <laughs> Katie got me all good. <laughs> all right, uh, topic switch. Um, go on. We got we to wrap it up. It's, it, already it's been an hour and a half. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It wow. was a fun it's hour a and a half. Wow. It was fun. Okay. Fine. To wrap it up, how about I give you guys some fun stories just real quick. So we have okay. forest fires, Christmas fires, the stalker situation, or my personal favorite, just a bit of how I was a menace without knowing it for menace, a couple Menace, years. menace, menace. I'm going to let other people sure. have a vote. Go ahead, Jim. Well, you mentioned two stories about fire, so I thought we would go with that, but we'll go with Menace today. Menace, <laughs> all right. So very early on, my parents like were aware of how I was on the spectrum. I essentially ticked every box, um, and they did respond as best they could. Say, for example, they helped me through speech therapy, through physical therapy, because like, I would, say, for example, always walk on my toes, and that would cause issues, which is a sign of autism. A, a whole bunch, yeah, walking, like, tippy-toes. Okay, e- that's something we'll unpack later. Yeah, Quinn, we're already aware you're... Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, but, like, one of the things was that we had a doctor who we had trusted throughout the years because he helped us through a lot of issues. He, unfortunately, seemed to have been underprepared and had recommended for a lot of heavy-hitting drugs. Uh, stuff we later found out was more of pushed for antipsychotics. But every time they wouldn't have the results we wanted, we would amp it up rather than trying out different medication. Yeah. This led to some issues. (laughs) Uh, Every day I would essentially be walking around high as a kite, not aware of what was going on. I, there was a solid 10 year chunk. I can't remember. That was the whole, I can't remember like Uh a lot of middle school and such. Part of that would be, I was a menace to teachers without knowing it. Really? The, the worst one was our graphic design teacher out of everyone because he experienced the blunt end right as I was getting out of all of that. I would say, for example, be a disruption in class but not understand why and then like throw a fit or whatever. And I wouldn't even realize anything was happening. Really? Yeah. It was wow. just years of me being completely unaware. Wow. I, I seriously want to do a, another another episode with all of you guys because I want to talk more about if you guys are open to it. I oh, want to yeah. talk more about this and some of the um, what you guys have faced and what you've experienced. Be, you know, because it sounds like you guys have somewhat similar experiences in certain ways, and I just find it fascinating because yeah. how you how you deal with it, the impact it has on you and those around you. I mean, it's it's a real thing that I think is worth. <laughs> Yeah, and you said you referenced psychology earlier and like I guess like yeah what I'm hearing though is like reframe that a little bit not that psychologists aren't exempt from recommending that children take medications but psychiatry is the one that prescribes and yeah like I have a lot of feelings about what we give children and adults but especially what psychiatry is giving children like it's a bit it's a bit absurd I don't Mm -hmm. really blame anyone people were essentially of course yeah 
But the cream of the crop of all the stories, this one wasn't so much in high school, it was in middle school. There was one day I went off the medication where, you know how over time your brain gets used to medication and it'll essentially bounce back from it, not produce the chemicals that that drug produces? Uh-huh. I went off my medication for one day, couldn't even think for a solid second. For some reason, I got distracted by, of all things, the fire alarm. <laughs> Okay. Now, here's where things get problematic. I, I apparently wasn't a normal kid who was dazed. I took apart the fire alarm and made it set off by taking it apart. Really? Yep. Wait, Sam, you... I, I was the one who took apart the fire alarm. You remember alarm. hearing about that? Yeah, I was the one who took apart the fire alarm. <laughs> I thought it was one like the, just no, like one was, of the jerks. It, it, it was, was me when I was like... <laughs> no, Sam was just an airhead. Yeah, I was an airhead that day. But like the moment I took it apart, it set off the alarm. I panicked. I ran straight for the principal's office, like bawling and like saying exactly what happened. They realized what happened as soon as I was in there. They were like, oh, shoot, he's off his meds. (laughs) So then like, I mean, yeah, ooh, boo-hoo. But I just find it funny because uh, it went perfectly as far as things go. If somebody was planning to get away with it, I apparently followed every step accidentally. I didn't just straight up pull the fire alarm. I took it apart. I didn't take medication. I had an excuse. I immediately reported myself. All I got for that, it's supposedly supposed to put it on your permanent record. All I got was having to do community service, which I already do. Okay. So okay. It, that's just one of my favorite stories just because of how absurd it all is. Wow. It is pretty absurd. <laughs> it is. I find it funny. I, I get not everyone does, though. No, it is funny. No, you, yeah, actually, you can look back at it now you and could, be like, wow. That, you I mean, could, that, that was a dumbass move. Yeah. There's actually a lot of layers there, though. Too. Yes, there are. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you all. I love you. Yeah, we'll see how much gets in this. People usually say thanks guys. for having us. That's how we end it. We end it by saying I love you. Yeah. <laughs> well, we say that, but you guys don't say that. <laughs> I encourage it. But you can. Or you can say, thanks for having us. I platonically <laughs> love everyone in this room. Yay. <laughs> Nick. Going back to Sam's L word, love. L. Lasagna. L. Lasagna. That was good. All right.